Welcome to Pop of Color with India and Ruby. We are two women of color who love Bravo, pop culture, and astrology. So welcome to our show. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> welcome back for like, another week. <laughs> I was like, if you want to chime in. It has been a doozy. Uh, India dipped her toes in Bachelor in Paradise this season, and I think she is happy about it because last night was a lot. Uh as a heads up, we're only going to cover Monday night because we record on Tuesdays. So we're going to talk about Potomac, Below Deck Med, and Bachelor in Paradise. Can I just say, I watched Bachelor in Paradise at 5 a.m. this morning. <laughs> well, it only at 5 a.m. That's a working woman's life. That's a working woman's life. Because I do that sometimes. But like, no, I literally woke up and just couldn't go back to sleep. So I was like, hmm, Bachelor in Paradise. No. And I was like, what the? And then I had to Google... And then I just went down an Instagram spiral. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I guess I just exposed myself as a working woman. Because <laughs> what I'll do is I'll wake up. Um, like, I'll go to bed hella early. And then I'll wake up at, like, 5 or 5.30. And I'll drink my coffee and watch these shows. And, like, pay attention while I'm drinking my coffee before I go to work. Because it's, like, my version of meditation before I have to deal with people. Bravo is therapeutic. You heard it here. Yeah, Bravo is our therapy. <laughs> the the experts on mental wellness say this is for sure the tea. So we know. All right, you ready to get into it? I'm ready. All right, this so Potomac. It, yeah, it was Potomac. They finally left Williamsburg. Shout out to the tribe. We're done. We're finally out of there. <sighs> And um, there was like a little snippet of Wendy telling Eddie about the rumors, blue, blue, blah, blah. Um, Giselle and Robin were hosting their recently shady podcast and Giselle like by way of deduction revealed that she was single again. And I think it's really funny that people are always like, Giselle's so hard on her friends and blah, blah, blah. But like they speak just as frankly about her because Robin was like, no one is shocked that she's not with Jamal including her so it's like she is straight up with her friends but she also takes that from her friends but um i think the real star of the episode was miss candace my new fave this season (laughs) because ashley had her baby and candace was like i'm ready to rock monique's out you're my new (laughs) you're my new old enemy because they've literally always been enemies um but (laughs) when she was talking to Chris about Ashley and said something about how her forehead and breast milk came in today. I just, Candace is wrong, but I love it. But love I don't it. want to be right. <laughs> it's her so milkmaid. It was like a lot of, this was like a more classic Housewives episode in that there was like just hella little snippets of stuff, mm-hmm. like instead of like, quote, an event. Because then, we jumped to like Michael and Ashley and I didn't really understand because I don't have babies and jury's out on if I want them. And they were talking about like the baby wasn't like latching onto her nipple or whatever. And so it seemed like they were talking about something like, I presumed it was something about like the baby possibly having like a cleft palate. And she's like, oh, well, massaging will help the baby. And I'm like, baby, there's some stuff where like, we need to go to the doctor. Yeah, I thought I believe in, I believe in holistic medicine. But I also believe that, like, if you need surgery, a massage is not going to. Yeah, that's what I thought she was talking about, too. And so, I, I, you know, I, we, 
neither one of us know anything about breast um, feeding. Breastfeeding, yeah. Or newborn mouths or anything of that sort. Yeah, we're, we're still out on that. So can't really say much to that. But yikes at their conversation in the car afterward. Um, when she said the phrase hardcore intimacy, I was so grossed out. I'd rather see Ray and Karen in the bathtub. No, I don't need to see any of it. <laughs> but out of the two, out of the two, which one would you rather? Michael and Ashley talking about hardcore intimacy or Karen and Ray in the tub? This is a true Sophie's choice because both are the worst punishment <laughs> in my life. Because if you were to say, if I were to say nothing can gross me out as much as Ashley just saying the word hardcore intimacy, and then you bring up Ray and Karen, all I think about is their little wagging tongues in like at Ugh. least the season they give to us. Real hot take. I'm going to vote Ashley and Michael. Really? <laughs> because at least she just said the phrase hardcore intimacy. It was weird i was like god you're just so yucky but <laughs> it was just like can't you just say intimacy just say intimacy why does it have to be hardcore it's not it's not porn i'm for them probably actually but for the viewers just say intimacy we know what you mean yeah you well, she- differentiate it in your own little code give them some like australian slang you know put the kanga in the room leave me be. <laughs> i just I don't know. I'm slow. The I'm, in the rue. I, I was sick, so I'm still recovering. <laughs> and Put I'm the marmites win. on the celery. Ew! Is it on? Oh, because okay. I don't know. I was what like, do you eat go on bread, but then I was like, oh, we got to do a phallic. Yeah. Metaphor. See? I was like, oh, right, 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 right. I was like, why are we low carbing the marmite off the bread? <laughs> I see. I see now. <laughs> I've I've been I've been off these past few days and then he just said all those horrible comments about like well it's not like you're overweight thank god and your body's getting back in shape and i was just like yuck be a more awful couple be let be more of what i never want in life because that's all that is again if we're choosing couples i'd rather a ray and karen relationship who do i need to hear talking about stuff not them but yeah and I think sometimes scared? men, and I think, no offense, I'm going to say it, Monique Samuel's husband, Chris, I think that he would expect the same type of things out of her as Michael oh, yeah. expects from Ashley. And I think that's the type of man that they are. I think men already can't really wrap themselves around how hard. Oh, God like being pregnant and having a baby Mm -hmm. and postpartum and body changes and all of that but if you don't understand just support and hold your horses well that's like that's always the downfall of like potomac too is like everything is about the woman in relation to the man Mm -hmm. it's like never about the woman as an individual like her status is always determined by a man because like Karen's always coming for Giselle because of Jamal. Wendy's coming for Robin because of Juan. Like, and like we said, people like Chris Samuels and Michael Darby, they expect their women to be like whatever because they won't say it in such a language, but like essentially they think it's their property. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, like Mike said about Paulina and Shaws of Sunset when he was like, this is my most prized possession. And they're like, you're not supposed to call another human being your possession. Yeah. Like, come on welcome to this century but with 
I'm like I'm not surprised. So there was no surprise. Yeah, big yikes, but we're not surprised. Was- They're just cringe and they, you know, are still willing to be on this TV show and just take every comment they're going to get, I guess. Who knows? But they we move on to Robin's birthday. I find it wild that Robin, I Googled it because I was like, I feel like it's not in the winter. Uh, Robin's birthday was at the end of March. She's an Aries. We love. But um, mm. that was like Aries confusing. Women. I was like, that's a really quick turnaround if they were filming March of this year. And then it already started airing like, I don't they know, pushed it out. August this year. They pushed it out, but yeah. I'm like fast, but mm, I'm against Aries women. I, I don't like Aries women. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. You're all crazy. The internalized misogyny jumped out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all crazy. I mean, I have an Aries female friend. Love you, but she's crazy. They're all crazy. I mean, they're men crazy. are a lot to deal that with. Part, well. That part I'm not debating. Yeah. I just love to hate them. Hate, oh! to love, hate to love them. There we go. All right. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> we get a good scene with Mia and her mom. At first, I felt really bad because, like, her mom really didn't look like she wanted to be there or be on camera. And I always hate that when people get on these shows is like they expect their family to just like fall in line and like be part of the story. Mm-hmm. It's like most people didn't sign up for that. So what are you doing? But um, but then she was really open, you know. So they like get together. It's kind of quiet, and then. Like, I'm sure they talked about it before they went on camera, like, hey, I'm going to ask you these questions about, like, my childhood and, like, why things were the way they were and stuff. Because, like, the mom seemed, like, Mm -hmm. open to talking about it, which I thought was really good because I think it's a story, like, you don't see a lot on these Broadway shows, especially people who are just so rich. Like, we've discussed it before and, like, quote, aspirational to some people, it's like, look at someone who's had this like very difficult and traumatizing experience. Like, I mean, so much trauma that she can't even remember some of the stuff um, because it's just like blocked out, mm-hmm. you know, like she sees she has scars all over her body and she can't even remember like how that happened. And men so. putting women onto drugs. I mean, it works the other way around as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know the Bobby Whitney situation, who put who on, but in any- A reference. <laughs> <laughs> But it it's very Bobby. common I mean, that, like, you know. I think Bobby gave, put Whitney on it. But anyhow. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Not my business. Sorry, Whitney. I didn't mean it. Um, <laughs> Gotta pray one out for her. But, yeah, definitely talking about, like, relationships and how toxic it was. And, you know, she talked about it. Like, I was going to leave him one day. I was going to come back another day. And so I think those are like real situations, especially for people of color. Like those are stories that are Mm -hmm. unfortunately more common than we'd like for them to be. And it's also good for people who are watching who aren't from this race or this culture to like understand um, seeing a story like that, I think is really impactful too. Mm -hmm. So again, it made me a little more tolerant of Mia because Mia has been a little messy and confusing words and dropping things here and there. (laughs) It's not loyal mess. It's, It's like all over the place mess. You know? Oh yeah, no, like it's good. It's like a good superficial mess because she's not really causing harm, but she's not speaking in facts. Yeah. So I get a little stressed out, but not a lot. I still enjoy it. And so this helped humanize her because I think she's, you know, like you can talk about new money, old money, whatever. Like she very much likes to like show off all her stuff all the time. So it's nice to see like a humble beginning too. Right. And it's like she likes to from a psychological and like analytic mind, like she likes to show off her stuff because she was never able to ever have that. that, stuff. So 
for sure. Oh, it can makes we? A lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, go can, ahead. Can we backtrack? I just wrote about Robin and her son Carter, and she was just like talking about getting her life together. He said, "Dang, your life isn't together." Oh, <laughs> I can't. Kids, we don't know. We don't know. Our parents don't have things together till they tell us. Dang, your life isn't together. <laughs> <laughs> Carter thinks that's life is just waking up at noon and playing yeah. games, whatever you want and making hats like he thought that was life and being on TV. He's like, oh, okay. yeah, Normal. he's like, I thought we just woke up and the cameras were here. Like, just like all those people I watch on YouTube. Right. Like kids today think that's life, by the way. Like every child's like, I'm going to be a YouTuber and make millions of dollars. It's like, okay, good luck. <laughs> like, it's hard sure, to someone be all well. But you'll also just like ostracize half a nation. Anywho, we move on. La Grande Dame is uh, preparing for her vow renewal. Um, I have a friend at work who brought it up to me today. She was like, isn't it weird that Ray and Karen are doing like yet another event to celebrate them as a couple? Because I guess they did something else recently or like in a recent season. I think she was thinking of like the house party where they culturally appropriated like all of South Asia. But I don't know if that's what that was. They tongued each other down? Yes. I'm telling you, that visual will never leave my mind. And they kind of redid it in that mid-season trailer. Yeah, I was like, I don't need that. Raven is shaking in her boots. She's like, mom and dad, enough. That's why she lives in New York. (laughs) Enough. Um, So from the opening of the scene, I was not believing when she was like, I didn't, I didn't, like when... I could believe that she was like, I need two or three dresses, which I always like, I have a, like, when I think of weddings in general, like real weddings, not vow renewals, I have, I feel some type of way about like people getting like two or three dresses because I just hate being wasteful and like like, practical. So I'm always like, just get a dress that works for all of it or rent a dress or what, you know what I mean? Like it's one night and you're really going to do all of this. I don't care like how much money you have. Like the one nice thing I'll ever say about Brittany from Vanderpump Rules is that I liked her wedding dress because it was one dress, but it like, it looked really nice, but it actually had like detachable pieces yeah. that changed throughout the wedding. And so I loved that. Cause I was like, okay, she still had the one dress. Makes sense. Yeah. But it shifted for the different parts of the evening. Yeah. Back to Potomac. Cause we don't need to talk about that person ever again. <laughs> um, Karen was talking about her dresses and she was like, yeah, my budget was like $10,000 per dress, but now I'm going to spend more. And I, yeah. again, I'm like, who's money? What money? Because like, again, I just don't believe that any housewives and especially like unfairly so probably like Potomac, I don't think they're making that kind of money yet. And so I was just like confused. And then when either Mia or Wendy said that like, they were using that venue as well. That place has the venue as well. I went, oh. Discount. This is free. Yeah. Yeah. This is like maybe quote discounted, but like 85% discounted. I feel like she probably worked out a thing where she was like, I'll wear your dresses on camera. Right. I'll go shopping here. Like she'll just return the dress. Giovanni dresses. Yeah. Like I don't even think she'll keep them. I bet you like it's, they'll go dry clean it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. She'll just wear them for the night. So I'm sure she's just like trying to brag about the prices, but it's going to be free. And then Mia, I love Mia because she will never, oh, well, I don't want to say she'll never lie, but she'll always have an opinion. 
even for her friends because she was like um what are we going to do about the exterior of this place because yeah. she pulled it up and she's like oh industrial this is like a warehouse <laughs> <laughs> the and that was before chair. she knew that it was the venue she was like the yeah. interior is great but the exterior and wendy was like oh my god don't say that because wendy's up karen's behind right but real gotta be real she has to tell the truth oh and then and she told the truth about the dresses too like karen came out in some loud shit and they were like um Mm-mm. so try to sit down like maybe something try and sit yeah and then karen was like oh <laughs> like stood back up i was like karen you cannot be rocking this kind of rihanna stuff because you you can't move like you can barely walk as it is right like, please stop trying to sit in these kind of in this garb if you will and then messy mia came out and talked about robin's birthday um knowing that wendy and karen weren't invited and i kind of loved like at the beginning of housewives when not everybody was invited to everything because that causes shit and also when people are like in smaller groups i feel like you sometimes get either better conversations or you get them like saying the things that are going to say in front of the other people so i kind of miss that like i miss like on a cast trip when like not everyone had to go because i mean Think of like the most iconic trip ever, New York, Scary Island. Joe and Luann weren't there and we were fine. We got what we needed. And right. We and I think New York at the time, they were being paid by scene, weren't they? I don't know if they still are. Or I don't know if that's some people's contracts and then others are paid per episode or per season. Yeah, I think it's like the whoever, like the production for the East Coast, it's like how much airtime you get or how much you do you get paid and then like west coast gets paid just for the season and that's why like they accuse like some of the like beverly hills and oc people of being lazy because they just get one check so it's like they don't really have to do work yeah but yeah i just like that better and then karen said something like faux diplomatic where she was like i'm happy to move on with giselle as long as she apologizes for using the word death about ray and I was like, she didn't say that word. Yeah. So why is she going to apologize? And, and also, are you going go. to apologize? Yeah. Just let it go. But I was weak when Karen said, she thought in her mind she was in a relationship. And she was so serious. Like, she wasn't even trying to shade. I'm like, or it didn't seem like she was trying to shade at all. Uh, like, I know. Oh, oh. I don't, yeah, I don't think she was trying to shade, but she just like, it's just so much. She wished us yeah. all a happy birthday. Um, on Twitter yesterday or the day. Oh yeah, I saw it. And she said, Ray says happy birthday. Or yeah. I quote tweeted it on our account. I think I saw <laughs> and that's I did where the I saw side it. Eyes. I think that's where I saw it. I was like, what does this mean? I really do just hope they'd be like at least friendly again. I get so sick of like when you waste that much time being frenemies, because it's kind of like Tamara and Vicky. Like mm-hmm. they're more fun when they're like in a tiff for a season, but then they become friends again for a season and go back and forth versus being like for so long right i was upset um and then we get candace and her husband um having a fight um he specified in his wings order all flats are you a flats or a drums person i'm a flats gal see i'm basic i'm a drum i love because i'm lazy i don't want to twist it oh i don't even twist it i just slurp sometimes i just like pull like put it between my teeth and just 
if I'm going yeah. like complete savage. savage. If I'm going like normal, then I just eat around and then pick out the middle or something. Okay. I do like, if I have them, I'll just do the little twist. Oh. Yeah, you grab each end and you just go. Oh, I know? have no idea. Wow. We're out here educating the masses. <laughs> Learn something new. Eat more day. flats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the drums for me. <laughs> but I love both, TVH. But I'm just lazy, so... Like if I see a set of wings, I will grab the drums to just do kind of like the same thing you're saying, but less conflict with the middle. Um, I can't decide whose side I'm on for this debate between them because the argument is Candace is like freaking out because Chris won't be there for part of the music video shoot because he's doing his other work that he gets paid for. And so like, Obviously the editors, they show us a bunch of clips of him not being present for stuff, but he's also not being paid for it. You know, like he's right. doing this to support his wife, but also we don't want him to get accused of riding her coattails for finances. So he's trying to do his paid work. So he can't always be the, you know what I mean? Right. Cause at first I was like, oh, he's annoying. And then I was like, wait a minute. He's also just not being paid. And he also doesn't want to be paid because he doesn't want to become like uh, what's that guy that we hate? Um, all of them, but Slade uh, from, <laughs> I know, Slade. I was like, I was thinking Mary uh, J. Blige's ex-husband. He was what? her manager. Yeah, Mary J. Blige's ex-husband. He was her Oh, manager. who she wrote the album about? Got it. Um, but yes, yeah, but is. Slade from OC, I was like, yeah. you know, those guys that, like, that's their finances, and so then I'm like, oh, wait, first of all, he said, like, I'm only just not going to be there for like two pieces of it. And I already have all these people lined up. Like, you need to trust me too. So at first I was like, he's annoying. But then I kind of like rewound it. Cause I don't know what I was doing, but I kept not listening to the part I needed to listen to. So I had to play it like three times. And then when I really actually listened to it, I was like, no, it's either Candace picking a fight for television or Candace picking a fight. Cause she's a dumb baby. So mm-hmm. I think that. You know, I, I get that she's trying to save money. Hiring a manager would mean more, spending more money yeah. on things. So it's like, well, in the beginning of the career, like, don't really need an actual manager. You can just help me out the same way that Candace, like they said before, like she supported him, like when, and was a hostess sometimes, like for his business. So I see like that they're trying to mutually support each other, but it's like, if you can't come to and understanding that like he's not going to be able to be present sometimes because he has to work mm-hmm. and actually make money and do things that he actually enjoys and that he so that he doesn't to... depend off you yeah. yeah and he actually enjoys cooking and doing cooking classes and all of that like if you can't come to terms with him not always being present and maybe having a sub or just mm-hmm. people on staff to to help or the people that are already being paid already there to like do their right. job and he's not be there then you're going to have to hire someone else. You're going to have to eat the cost of it. I don't think... But I think that if they keep on like this, that it could negatively affect their relationship and that would somehow prove Giselle right or Giselle would somehow be like, see, I knew this Mm -hmm. was a bad idea. And so would her mom. They were both like, see, I knew this was a bad idea. So I say they nip it in the butt, like eat it and hire a a part-time manager or, you know, like someone who, yeah, part-time. Or an yeah. assistant. Or an intern. Yeah, Hello. an intern. Oh, yeah. Learn from Sonia Morgan. Amen. Get you a pickle. 
Pickles. I think her name was Pickles. I remember, I remember when one of our friends that lives in New York, I won't say this person's name, but you know who I'm talking about, saw that Sonia Morgan was hiring like interns. And he <laughs> like, surely, this was a long time. He almost ago. applied. Yeah, I know. What a little wimp. He should have just applied. <laughs> he would have. Because the story's not as good if you don't apply and actually meet her. Yeah. We could all see that on LinkedIn if we wanted to. I know. But yeah, I agree. She should have, she should find a way to compromise. She should understand that he's already doing her a solid. Cause like he also like doesn't seem like a bad husband. So he's going to be looking out for her best interests. Right. But like, he's got to make his money too. He has two kids. Like, do you want to be paying for his children's existence solely yourself? Right. You know, cause even though they're her stepchildren, I feel like she's not quite like, you know how there's some step parents were like, your kids are my kids. And then there's some that are like, mm, but they're your kids. Like, I feel like she's mm, the latter, you know, <laughs> like hate to say it, but she could barely talk to them. She was like, what's math? <laughs> and then, like, she tried to help like one PEMDAS equation and was like, Mateo, take over. <laughs> it's like, joking. I wonder how, how much interaction she actually has with them. Like, cause I know the oldest one that he has, like, he's not even able to see. So I'm like, I wonder okay. how their dynamics are like, well, outside. They must live camera. in different states or something. Cause she did yeah. say at the beginning of the season that like, she never gets to have them around for this much time because, but because of the pandemic and they're on online school, it's like, okay, well you can do school from dad's house. So that's really sweet. So I think it's yeah. more just the logistics, like wherever they must live, like the mom has to keep their lives stable, obviously. Right. So. Right. Shout out to moms. They're the best. Anywho um more importantly they left the mac and cheese untouched i noticed throughout the whole meal but i saw her with like a little bag so i'm hoping they took it home and ate it because yeah also you may be rich but don't waste good food i loved chris's episode i said oh chris he um yeah he's got a little little swag yeah he did yeah he's like f this i don't need this as, you know, I'm trying not to curse this episode. But. <laughs> I love how you're not into Aries, but like you love anger because I feel like that's all Aries are. <laughs> Aries are, I, I think I'm so used to it. Queens. PTSD. Oh, yeah. I'm so used to all I've, I have I've so much had Aries in my life. life is Aries pretty much. It's, I don't know what that says about me, but. <laughs> that you find anger sexy. You just said it. Chris is hotter when he's yelling. Anger he's and like, you don't shut the f up. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was like, we need to curse less. When he got up, I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, not letting anyone walk over you. You're not a wimp, white Chris. You're not just a little bitch, are you? No. Sorry. I was like, yes. Made him ten times yeah. taller. Yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah, I he's not unattractive, that. but he looks like a. But I'm really tired of all the pandemic James Harden beards out here yeah. everybody men if you're listening you're not because this isn't a podcast for you but if your girlfriend's listening and you're there shave it i'm sick of it i love a, a small beard but not like we don't need a when it's enough that you can grab it like yeah. you know what i'm saying or like if it's it. close yeah. to the fr- if it's close to the face fine but if it's long enough where i can grab a piece of your hair with my hand like a free hand away from your chin it needs to stop. If I can corn roll it, row it. Only, only Albus Dumbledore can do that shit. <laughs> and Albus Dumbledore alone. 
they were playing Harry Potter on some channel this weekend and I had not like watched it in a solid decade because I was always like everybody's too into this um and then I sat down I was like oh this is a good movie <laughs> everybody else just ruined it for me being too excited oh yeah because I... like when people hype things up too much I'm like not into it at all yeah I definitely well I read two of the books when I was a kid and then my mom went no witchcraft whatever oh you were in like now this lady loves all of that like harry potter she loves the what's the other one they always get loose later in life yeah i'm like what in the world but you know anyway so i never watched all the movies because i just yeah wasn't ever like a super fan as a kid so well i read all the books like i loved all the books but you know when the movie's just not as good as the book Mm -hmm. and then um our college that shall not be named although i'm sure we've named it plenty of times um they were so into the midnight movie premieres of it so I would go because it's like something to do but then everybody come out in those robes and I was like that's enough yeah Halloween is once a year that's when we should be dressed up lies I love day drinking in costume but not for these movie premieres <laughs> Did you just post Lowe's, Lola and Bugs Bunny like picture I know everyone thinks that's my boyfriend and it's my friend's boyfriend <laughs> My mom said, I don't know if that's a man or a woman or if that's one of your little boyfriends. And I was like, <laughs> so you didn't know if it was a man or a woman, but you also thought it might be somebody I'm dating. All right now. <laughs> like, that's enough, mom. That's Thanks, enough. mom. But now that's my pal, Andy. And I did a Space Jam themed. Again, yeah, I do love a costume. I just, not at midnight at the movie theater. Um I did a Space Jam themed housewarming party and I didn't plan it with him, but like I had the Lolo jersey and he had the bugs. So we were always like, picture. So. Oh, that's cute. That's a long-winded story. Like I'm Dorit. Um, Harry Potter. This podcast is about. (laughs) Harry Potter. Love the books. Movies are actually good, but people ruin them for me by being too excited. I'm that annoying person that like if everybody likes something, I'm like, "Mm, do I like it? Like, I just have to, I have to just, no one can tell me. Like, I just have to see it for myself and decide. Yeah. But Harry Potter, yeah. Uh, arguably the best. Oh, I was knew what I was going to say when you said that you couldn't read them after number two. Um, I had these cousins in Minnesota and like, you know how like when people get married, like your family like changes religions and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like, these were distant cousins and they're like in a deep, deep sect of Protest- Protestantism word anywho they weren't catholic and i'm catholic so you know we catholics we love to sin and then we say sorry and it's over um the protestants still and so (laughs) and so my cousins were like oh yeah um our mom or our grandma or somebody they um let us read harry potter but they have to black out everything that's about witchcraft and i said so what's the book about a little boy in a cupboard who leaves for a second and then goes back in the cupboard like what right what can you read what else is in the book (laughs) you can't read about the witchcraft so I have no idea what those stories look like um all of them lead very different lives depending on who you ask but still still pretty good lives none of them are like none of them turned a dark corner but I think a lot of them hold resentment oh you're listening to this my bad (laughs) it's okay it's okay I don't know who you are. It's fine. <laughs> so then we go. To- Please leave a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> the 
please invite me to your future wedding because I'm still family. <laughs> um, back to Potomac, which is like five topics back. Um, we do Robin's birthday and my baby Giselle wearing a weird outfit again. Although it like gave her a long neck. She was wearing like a leopard shirt that had like weird silver neck bangles and like wrist bangles. Yeah. But it elongated her neck, which I thought was flattering. The rest of it, no. But no. then I was looking at everybody else and everybody's outfits were bad. I'm like, okay, the cheetah from behind, I was like, oh, maybe she actually dressed well. And then I see the glitter on the neck and the sleeves. And I'm oh. like, why do you just, you just dress per- like purposely bad? And then I'm just not a glitter fan. So Robin and the glitter, I'm like, ew. I think Candace looked okay without those white boots, but I'm not. Thank you. Um, exactly the I same. Think Ascala I think the whole outfit was cute, yeah. but not the boots. The boots were not it. Yeah, I think Ascala always looks good. I think that Ashley looked like um, Beetlejuice. Amen. That's what's in my comments. <laughs> <laughs> and who else is there? Uh, Mia. Mia was just fine. She was just yeah. Me and Ascala like, are dre- like their yeah. first season girls, so they're dressing simply. Yeah, black is always way. They're not taking risks, and guess what? You shouldn't in this case. But yeah, I yeah I I had like yes identical thoughts as you in terms of like I love glitter in concept. Like I love the concept of glitter. Like I'm that annoying girl with like pink accessories and glitter this and rainbow that. But in clothing, you have to have the right outfit, and it has to be like in the right scenario. Yeah, And, and your birthday dinner in the harbor was not it no. but it's your birthday wear what you want wear what no. makes you happy i've made fashion mistakes i had this black pair of true religion jeans i had like glitter down the side and then i had a glitter um like uh strapless shirt and i thought i mean that sounds like a 10 out of 10 to me how old were you <laughs> was this last year was this two months two ago years ago <laughs> Two or three years ago. All right. I didn't know if you were like 11 or if you were 28, but also I know your mom wasn't buying you true religion. jeans at 11. Uh, we're from the 757. That was not happening. I was spending all of my um, um, troll money support- on Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> I support that look, though, to be honest. I'm thinking of like my Halloween costume freshman year of college because I'm always so lazy when it comes to Halloween. Like, I just don't care enough to like go all out. So I just do whatever's easy. And I decided to be like Blair Waldorf from Gossip Girl, but like her going out looks, not her school looks. And I wore this like strapless, like one of those strapless cloth dresses that had like the band around the thigh, Mm -hmm. like at the bottom um, with hot pink tights. Cause you know how they all wore the colored tights. And then I probably wore ballet flats. And then I had like my hair in the little um, like pinup bomb. That's actually such a cute Halloween costume. But it looked a little, like, when I look at it in pictures, I'm like, ugh, 2008. (laughs) What a year. But, like, I make everything adorable, but still, it was a little rough. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's the energy you bring to the outfits. Okay. There we go. You know, George Michael. Anywho. Um, And then I forgive Giselle for a lot, probably too much. But what I do not forgive her for is saying cartoonery. Yeah cart shootery who raised you i know mr graves isn't happy about this <laughs> he's not happy that his daughter is with a man who's fathered seven children 
and he's also not happy that you can't pronounce charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> like, get cultured, baby. I'm sick of this. And then it closes with our baby Candace being horrible. <laughs> but I love that filthy milkmaid. You, your big face, and your big forehead. And your wide body. And the wide body. I was like, oh. That's not okay. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, oh, your body shame? She's like, no, but you brought. And I was like, well, I mean, in any other scenario, you could say wide body and it not be as bad, but she literally just popped out a baby. Yeah. Horrible timing. But I loved when she called her a filthy milkmaid. Yes. And I do love it every time she goes, no, forehead. Yes. <laughs> She's just so petty, like, and she's so openly petty. That's what I love this show is because they're all so freaking shady. But Candace has gotten so better this season. I'm like, please don't go backwards with with the body shaming. I just don't want it. Because I, I just yeah, like when she get, when she goes too low. Like, I mean, there's a reason Monique side swiped her. Yeah, we don't support the side swipe, but she runs her mouth. This is what happened. Yeah. Um, I didn't really pay that much attention to the preview, except they were all wearing flowers in their head. And Giselle was like, apologize to me, look me in the face to Karen. Yeah. And Karen better because it is wrong what she did to her family too. Right. And even if, if Karen was playing the role that Giselle claims that she plays and cares about Wendy's well-being and stuff, it's like for you to do it on TV is major. Mm -hmm. And so you should at least apologize about that and say, I shouldn't have like egged Monique on I should have just like let it go and not had anything to do with it Correct. well then it's here's like hoping you get a taste of your own medicine and karma yeah. works that way so they need to take like ayahuasca or something and cleanse those souls yeah something's wrong with both of them they need to go in that hut that her and Ashley went in <laughs> oh yeah stupid the salt lamp, the salt. Even though I love a salt, um, a salt um, cave, yes. they have them yeah. here at this place called Jeju, Jeju. I mean, yeah, they need something. They need God. They need salt. They need a lot of things. A lot, a lot of things. They need to cleanse their soul. All right, on to the most frustrating show of the week: Below Deck Mediterranean. So I watched two episodes. And I'm not sure which one I was supposed to watch. I think I may have watched... I watched last night's, but I think I may have watched next week's too. So we're just going to talk about last night's for now. Okay, so just is, like so, just so I make sure it, that it I... It ends... It, it's the one that ends with Katie deciding if she's going okay, yeah, 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 yeah. stay or not. Gotcha, gotcha. I'll, I'll intro it so that you remember. So it's like Katie just like being anxious. My first bullet point says Katie is not a good leader. <laughs> I wrote, fire Lexi, keep Delaney. A little help is better than having to work behind someone because it is more work to, like if you have someone who's doing everything wrong, mm-hmm. again, always triggered by my own workplace when I think about these things. It is more work when you have somebody who's not right for the job and you have to like double check everything they do. Right. Then someone who might be a little bit slower, but they'll do it correctly after you teach them once. And I think that she would be that way. The boys are lit, though. They're ready for Miss Delani. I'm going to call her the wrong name because Satan called her the wrong name. Um, <laughs> and I can't not do it. 
Um, the guests were great for this trip. Um, even though I probably would load them all in real life. It was like these like Southern women. And there was that one lady, Danielle, who said she's running for mayor. And she's like, all the things for all the people is like her tagline. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they dressed up in the, I think the guys dressed up in the fireman costumes mm-hmm. first because it was like raining or something. And, and Z, they like, like gave her a lap dance. I was about to say, I was like, baby, like calm down. Like you don't want to get sued for assault either. <laughs> like, calm it down. But they were really into them. There was like one girl who was really into David or at least acted like it. Right. Um, and then Matt was just being the worst because he just like kept egging Katie on and being like, we're not going to get as much tip with this girl here. And I have to share my room and he's just the worst. Like I've just never witnessed less of a team player. Like who do you like less, Matt or Lexi? Oh, Matt. Lexi is a terrible person for sure. And a terrible worker. But sometimes she has true hot takes on everybody else. She just won't admit that she also sucks. Yeah. But I definitely like Matt less because he's just so, like, such a little wimp about shit. You know what I mean? He's entitled. He's a wimp. Um, He quits. He's not not reliable. He may have delicious food, but. Yeah, the food always looks good. I'll give him that. But he also ignores requests because this was the episode where like that one lady was like, I don't want family style, mm-hmm. make me a plate. And it's like, they're paying thousands of dollars for this. Make her a fucking plate. But I would have said something. Like people are, are too yeah, quick to like, like, just leave things as is. And if I'm paying thousands of dollars to be on a yacht and experience five-star service, I want everything. Like we talked about, I want snacks ready for me when I'm the late night. drinking. I want pizza. Maybe the late nights. He yeah. would have hated us because I would have been like, Chef, make me a Philly cheesesteak right the F now. Right. <laughs> like, I would be slamming his cat. I would, I'm the kind of person who, like, if you make me angry enough, like, I would walk down to the gal and be like, what are we doing here? Are you cooking? Like, are you doing your one fucking job? <laughs> Ooh, I hate him. And then I turned on Delani, though, because then she started doing her debutante talk. And I was like, oh, you just want to be on TV. You probably don't yeah. even know how to do anything yeah i was like tie rope i was like i don't know what they do either <laughs> Clearly, and i'm like you're, if you're like you're so rich i mean i guess that doesn't mean just because you're rich you don't want to have an actual job or work yachts or anything like that but it's like you went to columbia you are from this like rich debutante family yeah what are you doing it's like those like rich people who like are like i want to see how the other half lives for like yeah. five years and then or i feel like maybe she people. like because she just does day boats that she just does that like part-time just to like have some fun yeah she probably is like an and then she has yeah for sure and has something else going on because i feel like they hire a lot of like they'll do like half and half like they'll hire half people who are actually yacht people and then like probably as the seasons continue they keep hiring all these people who just want to be famous and right. have, like stepped on a boat before and like breathed on mm-hmm. a i don't know so yeah, when she did the debutante stuff, I was just like, breathe. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I'm really the wit is not here this week, everybody. Her usual brightness is dim. It's no one's fault but my own. But anywho, yeah, I wrote pandemic casting is rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was 
was mad about the Delaney thing because she called her Delaney the episode like she knew the right name before and then at some point she just decided we're gonna start calling her Delaney it was so weird because it was like do you want her to be your friend or do you not because like I could just see her being that fake friend seeing Lexi be that fake friend that's like I'm gonna play mind games with you while trying to make you my ally at the same time so yeah I wonder how Here's Lexi out. would look in an actual chief stew position. Like, if she would be more professional. She would or... never. She would have to do with the job in the first place. Yeah. I can't picture it. It would require you to not be, like, sleeping in the corner of the laundry room <laughs> for your shift. I'm sure there's, like, bad edits, too. Like, I do believe, like, they probably pick the worst clips of her to just, like, egg it on. Right, that's like they did with Chris and Potomac, but and it's like if she's supposed to be second stew, like like Katie just didn't want to deal with her. But it's like I don't thrive in the laundry room. Like, and I think that it could work both ways. Where it's like, hey, like just letting you know, like I don't thrive here. Like my the thing I love to do is set tables because she's great at that. I love serving people. I like handing out drinks. Like those are the things that make me thrive. Being down here with the laundry, I feel sad. I feel mopey. I feel lethargic. I don't want to work. But then but she I does try to crazy. rotate them. Yeah. So you have to, she does try to rotate them. So then she needs to, like, even when you're doing the thing you don't want to do, you have to still do your best at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I if just, they had just kept I her also think that theory. Katie didn't want Lexi, like, really on the same shift as her. Like, so she's like, okay, well, I'm going to. Yeah. What's her name? Sign you down here dogs. in the dungeon because I don't want to deal with you, really. And then um, there, I like, I like weird guys, so I have a crush on both like Lloyd and um, David. And so I liked when they were like, Lloyd figured out the engineering on how to fix the slide. I was like, what a babe, because <laughs> I just so love a brain. Um, my favorite body part on a man, a brain. So it was a moment. Lies, I like hot men. <laughs> I'm shallow too. Lies. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Anywho, I enjoyed that moment. Um, the white dresses, wow. Those dresses they gave them was very uh, rough. They were like, we want to do a white party. They thought they were going to get Uchi Miami dresses. Like and nurse dresses. The Croatians were like, oh, you want to do like a Mamma Mia thing, huh? Yeah. And they gave them these ugly ass dresses. Nurse dresses from the 20s. Oh, yeah. Not a look. And then that lady who wanted the um, her own plate, she was like really hard on Matt's cooking. And she was like, I'd give this a four out of 10 on Yelp. And I'm like, Mama, Yelp is five stars. Right. There is no 10. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then the Florida jumped out of that one guest who was running for mayor because she was like, I want to start a church so I don't have to pay taxes. And I was like, crusty. Be worse. I'm like, all right. Reminds me why I hate human beings. Um, and then Katie just kept letting herself get pushed around by everybody at the end of that episode. Like Matt was yelling at, not yelling, but you know what I mean? Like Matt was hounding her. Courtney was hounding her. Right. Like be a fucking boss and look at everybody and I think I said this last week too, but it just is like frustrating week to week. I literally be like, hey, everybody, shut the fuck up. It's my department. I'm in charge. Uh, if you really got to say, I would let you know. Right. I've got to do what's best for us. And then it kind of like leaves you on Yeah, because Matt's like at this point being annoying and just like being a brat. 
Yeah, he never has like anything valid behind it. He truly just sounds like a small child every time he speaks. And it sucks that Katie is like, well, I don't want him to leave. Like, so I'm gonna just fire her. Oh, also one last thing with regards to Willow Duck. I made a poll where I said, I have a crush on both Lloyd and David. Who do you vote for? And it's dead ringer 50-50. Really? Well, one person replied to me and wrote, ew. And I was like, that's mean. It's only like I wrote Matt versus Matt on there. Then I would Matt understand. and his polygamy. I we'll get into that next week because somebody else expresses their interest in polygamy. And I feel like that there's people who are actual polygamists. Or like not polygamy is not the word. Calm down. Polyamor. Yeah. Polyamorous. polyamorous. People who are truly what did I say polygamous. Polygamy. <laughs> You're like talking about people who are married to more than one person, which yeah. is illegal. But polyamorous people, I feel like there are true polyamorous people in the world and they probably see people like Matt on TV and are like, wow, make us look grosser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he says shit like that just to like get attention on television. Gonessa is ashamed. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot. Or maybe she's going to hit him up in the DMs. Doubtful. Hmm. He's literally nothing that she would want. No. She would shoot him out and spit him out. She would stab him with a knife, but not in a sexual way. But unless he made her pie all the time. Oh, you're right. There is like something where that could work. That relationship could work in a weird way. All right. The big kahuna of the week. And we're only halfway through. Bachelor in Paradise. The true winner of this week of drama. I screamed. I was stressed. Follow us at Pop of Color Pod on Twitter if you want to see my tweets. Yeah, I mostly well, I like it from my own account, but I'll retweet the good ones that get responses on our podcast or on our Twitter account. Yeah, she did. Um, so before we get to the big part, there's like a couple little moments. So we have Kendall comes on the beach, and I know you don't know these people from before, but you saw all of the flashbacks, yeah. so you basically got the whole story, like most everybody else did where she and Joe were in a relationship. They broke up because he knew that he wanted to be in Chicago at the end of his life, or not the end of his life, but like to start his family life. (laughs) Freudian slips. (laughs) Marriage and children is the end of some people's lives. (laughs) And she knew that she was never going to move to Chicago. And so the way she phrased like well we broke up because of logistics i'm like that's not logistics that's like a major life view right and it made and they made it seem like or at least he made it seem which could be the case because he's like the only reason why you wouldn't move is because you didn't want to move for a man and she's like yeah but it's like i mean if you imagine yourself married to this person you don't have anything really tying you to la like to be there all the time and you really love him, I would move. I mean, but that's me. Like if I could, if I didn't have, if I could find or could work like remotely or found another job that was great, like I would want to make, if you really love someone, you'd make it work. I feel like. like, Well, for example, you work in real estate. Like you can do that anywhere in the country. Like you have to get licenses and stuff, but, and like, she's an influencer. Girl, you can influence from the bean or whatever that thing is. That's the only thing that people take pictures by. And does Joe own a grocery store? Is that why they call him Grocery Store Joe? I think his dad used to, and he used to, like, work at it. And then I think now he, well, he hosts a Bachelor podcast. And then he 
I think also influences like he does a lot of posts where he's eating stuff and it's like three out of four (laughs) it's like all right (laughs) like I don't know I'm sure he monetizes other things but yeah um that's why he was called grocery store joe's because his i think his dad owned it and i'm sure he like probably worked at it or managed one or right. something like that. um he was like very in, i remember i think his season was becca's season and i think he went home the first night and everybody was like why he seems so sweet because they did a package for him because like the little story was cute mm-hmm. and so everybody was sad but um yeah so kind of comes back i agree that was another like discussion where i kept switching whose side i was on because like at first I'm like girl move to Chicago it's not that bad and then when he was like he admitted that he knew this about her since they started dating I was like well you also can't change people yeah but then when I realized that the only reason she wasn't moving to Chicago is because she made some like blank Carrie Bradshaw statement in her head that said I'll never move for a man yeah like Miranda that's more of a Miranda Hobbs statement Carrie Bradshaw would have moved for if Big was like let's move to Antarctica she'd be like sure are you still married oh Carrie moved to Paris yeah Carrie's a schmuck so yeah so that's very Miranda Hobbs like blankets like I hate when people do that too where they're just like I'm never gonna do this because like something they just decided once when they're like 16 and not really like you said it's like it's about your relationship because then it makes sense like okay you shouldn't want her to move there because then she's going to go into it in the mindset of resentment from the beginning because she's always said that this wouldn't be okay so she's already created that negativity like negative association in her mind so he could have lived in hawaii and she would have said i never moved for a man and been mad in hawaii because she went against her you know arbitrary but still her belief system that she created or like a weird call from somebody sorry but <laughs> um yeah i just wonder so like did Kenneth go on there just were, for clout like they were clearly she... both not the right person for one another because of that choice because you can't like neither of them was really um but yeah i wonder i wondered like was she just on there for clout like and then i'm like okay do does everyone in Bachelor Nation, like, that's been on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, like, do they know who's going to go on Bachelor in Paradise? And then, like, so I'm like, how do these random people keep popping up? Like, Kendall, and then, of course, we're going to see who else pops up later in this episode. But I just wonder, like, what the deal is with that, because it doesn't seem, like, genuine to a certain extent that she just pops up. Um, you're right. Everybody's doing it for the clout, or as Miss Natasha said, clouty, clouty, clouty. Um, I think like Joe hosts a bachelor podcast, Natasha hosts a bachelor podcast, Becca hosts a bachelor podcast. That's why they're on the damn show. The other ones are just new and trying to get followers, and then everybody who's not new is just like trying to get attention for their existing businesses. Right. I don't know what Kendall does with her life, but I'm sure she's doing it for that too. BRB. Give me a like. Well, guys, we're going to take a brief break and we'll be back with more Bachelor in Paradise. More clouty. More clouty. And we're back. Um, you know me, you're always causing messes when we're in the middle of recording. Love to disrupt the, love to disrupt the flow. One day. Disruptors. I won't, but today's not that day. <laughs> so like we said, Kendall and Joe shouldn't get back together. I don't think they will. I think it was just to like stir us up for a minute. 
Yeah. But we didn't know what we were about to get stirred up for. But before we get stirred up about that, quick statements. I liked Serena's vulnerability. Um, you know, and she seems emotionally mature, but now that I know that she's aligned with, um, Piper, which we'll discuss later, I don't trust her either. Yep. So all your suspicions are right, India. I know you're new to this, but you're a quick learner. Everyone who comes on the show wants to be famous. One day, if there's ever a drought from like a second round of this pandemic of new Bravo content, I'll make you watch the first season of Bachelor in Paradise because it's, it's true mess because it's just like people desperately wanting to be loved. Yeah. Um, and it's precious. I have it on Apple TV because L to the O to the S E R. Anything be on ABC or no, this one, you, not have, ABC you have to, I or... think for the season one, you have to purchase. Oh. It was like $3 though. Oh, okay. for like the season that. or $8. I, I think I it was afford that. <laughs> it was worth the purchase TBH. And then we had Noah and Abigail make up. And then the other, like the second most interesting story was the Mari, Kenny, Demi, Tia square. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Kenny and Mari will get back together. And I think they'll last for the show. Yeah. I think it was, they might last after the show. It was really embarrassing um, to witness Kenny swerve Demi for her. Um because she truly was like, do you want to sleep together? Just to fix And he was like, no. I know. I'm it's okay. so sad. I'm like, she clearly uses that to like try to keep men, which is sad. Yeah. Unfortunate, she, you know? Well, what's weird is like, I don't Poor know if you read- souls. <laughs> Again, the references are iconic on our show. Um, the thing about her though, like, I don't know if you've seen the memes or if you've heard about previous seasons, but the last season she was on there- she would pulled a Brandon and like had a relationship before she went on the show. But the thing is that the person she was in a relationship with wasn't a part of bachelor nation, but it was a woman. So then bachelor nation was getting flack about like, obviously being like super white and super straight. So they brought this woman on just so that Demi could have a whole storyline about like having the first same sex relationship on bachelor nation. But it was just so like, uh, like, artificial like the way they brought the girl in and then like acting like this was like this one in some lifetime love obviously it's not because she's back on the show acting nasty so it was just like a whole thing and then like when she's getting mad at all these other people for like having other people and not being interested in dating her they're like didn't you bring a whole other person who wasn't even on any of these shows onto this show and just dated them so that you could be on tv because it's like we'll talk about later like if you're on the show, these people, I think, do get paid per episode. I think they get, like, a flat rate for appearing, and then they get paid more the longer they're on the show. Mm-hmm. So there is a history of, like, people just giving each other, like, friend roses or being in, like, coupledoms that suddenly fizzle out um, so that they can last on the show forever. But um, but this was just, like, the most obvious one was this episode. So we get – at first I was, like – Cause like we had been getting the previews of like this Natasha Piper, Brendan confrontation previously. And part of me was like, was Natasha in on this? Because she, like we were talking about, she also hosts the bachelor sponsored podcast. So the cynical me was like, Oh, she also agreed to do this. Right. And also that they can have this story. And also like, it was just like weird to me that she was like crying about Brendan going on the date with Piper because I was like, you guys clearly have, like no chemistry or like you know it's a like 
I just didn't even believe that she really liked him that much, but maybe she did. Um, or maybe she thought he was better than he was. I don't know. I just right. like wasn't as like, I just wasn't as into it. And, and also I think it's like, cause I didn't fully ever trust Brendan. Like I was always like, oh, he's really attractive. But like, there's just something off about him. And I found something off about him at Tasha's season two. And what happened? Did you watch Tasha's season? Mm-mm. So he was in the final like three or something. And I'm pretty sure she would have picked him. He also, he's been married before. Um, I'm just gonna throw that out there too. Whoa. He got married and like divorced within like a two year period. Um, And he's, he's already, she's like 31 or something. Um, But anywho, he got so far on Tasha's season. And I think he pulled a Greg and like self eliminated because he didn't actually want to go through with proposing to her. Like, I think he just wanted, again, the cloud T of making it that far in the series and like being unproblematic on camera. But then he got, he axed himself yeah, by just, you know, walking away. So it makes him look like the good guy because he was able to, quote, admit that he wasn't ready for this, blah, blah. But really, it was just him being able to be single and like hop on whoever he wanted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like guys like that always get this praise for doing that. But it's really because they just want all the random chicks in their dms right and i just feel like i don't know like i think the only thing that made me feel like okay maybe they could be building or eventually or maybe there's actually a spark between them is their conversation prior to piper coming and then i'm like okay so like and he like he was just like you know i think our connection here is like pretty solid compared to like other people's and like Mm -hmm. you know and so that made me feel like she's like oh I actually really like him like or I feel like I could like him like yeah you know like uh, obviously slow progress but he was okay but I'm not gonna get ahead of myself because this man is awful anyway continue truly scum so then little piper arrives miss bright and bushy tail 24 year old is like hi (laughs) and just like hops on the scene and she is very cute though like yeah she's a very adorable person but I also saw her in Matt's season I was like there's I I don't know if it's in like me being an ageist or what it is but like a lot of the girls from his cast are just not it and so I think it's just like they're too young for me to like relate to yeah and so I just see her and I'm like oh cool a child is on the screen can't wait to dig into all that i know they're all like or some and, of them are like 24 23 i'm like i was wasn't thinking about marriage at and any of those at those young yeah ages. and they're not either they're just liars yeah um but then so she like just goes straight for brendan and like natasha starts crying already and that's where i was like natasha like you're a pretty solid person why are you doing this but i think i could understand it now like her tears are probably because she had heard all those rumors and so she was already realizing that it was all true mm-hmm. so i think it was just like the sense of betrayal was already setting in yeah so then fucking mr and mrs smith or so they think went on this date together and were like he was in all black like it was covert ops and mm-hmm. was sweating up a storm in his mock turtleneck and he was just like talking super weird to her and to piper and she was like what's going on and he was like, you know, like, uh, I'm just like following the process, but like, I also like, it. like he was trying to like play the role of like saying all the right bachelor tinged language, but like code speak to her, like, right. Hey, I stuck out with Natasha just so that you could get here. 
but Piper wasn't getting it. She two plus two didn't equal She's, four. She's so. um, you know, anyone can get a master's degree nowadays. Yeah, they do a lot of them online. It's fine. Uh, she she really wasn't, you know, reading the temperature of the room. I think she figured out what show she was on for a second, and then all of a sudden it was like they activated, and they were like, ah, TV. Like I don't know how we turned from Bachelor in Paradise to Spy Kids. Like there was just all these little like missions that they suddenly were on and they were just like talking all like mischievous like they had a devious plan and I can't remember the rest because I was just like so grossed out by it but it was just like they go back they're so happy about their date and then it like zooms to like the next day where they're like hanging out everybody's drunk like Mm -hmm. day drinking and then they just start talking about their followers and I've never rolled my eyes or been so annoyed by a conversation in my life. It was so stupid. It was clear to everyone that like, oh, they had something beforehand. Like they weren't being smart about if If you're going to play strategy, play strategy. Like they were so obvious that like, it's like, are you dumb or are you dumb? Like. And it's just, it just like, emba- like, are you embarrassed when you see that? Like, I'm sure like people who are in those fields, like that's normal conversation to them. Right. But it's still like, I can never see myself having that conversation of like, yeah. and now I have 70,000 followers. Right. And I really lost it when it hit 80. Like, stop. They broke so many fourth walls in this episode. I was screaming. Well, that was great. Like, I loved when everybody else chimed in. And I was like, oh, so this is what it's about. Like, this is what's going on. This doesn't work. You know, like once everybody gave their two cents, I was high key mad at Ivan, but also not shocked because straight men are disappointing. Yeah. When he didn't say a word about his boy being shit. Right. I'm like, you don't think that he was wrong for that? I'm sorry, what? Ivan's like, ooh, I don't know. Because Ivan's a scrub too. Right. Be an aeronautical engineer. You're still a scrub. And then so she's going to being involved in it because when Natasha mm-hmm. pulled Piper to talk, she's like, it's going to be okay. Like to Brendan, like, it's all going to be okay. And then I realized like, oh, behind the scenes, like Serena P, Piper, mm-hmm. um, Serena M, I think her, is that her last name? Serena M? No, it's Serena C. You love a Serena oh. M. I don't know Serena who Serena C. M is, but that's your friend. And, yeah, all of them. Um, the black girl with the shortcut hair. Um, they're like all like good friends or whatever. Like, and I looked at all their pages to see like, ooh. Who oh yeah, I? and Abigail's friends with them too, and all that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like Piper just like dug herself in a larger hole. Serena C dug herself in a larger hole. The other black girl, I can't remember her name is, but she was like, no, I don't tolerate the gaslighting. And I don't know what Abigail. If Abigail said anything mess disgusting yeah I'm like, it was really actually i wanted you to find love and now i'm glad you left oh yeah i loathed her on her season like she was just she was one of the ones that was like part of like the little bully squad yeah. and like had no good lines but she would just be like you're toxic no i'm toxic no we're all toxic like oh his season <laughs> they were such morons i cannot but yeah it was just so I think the most horrifying thing is like um, Brandon saying like, well, Natasha had no prospects. I know. Horrifying. Like literally go fuck yourself. I love the grocery store. Joey was like, Joe was like on his Instagram. He was like, I like who doesn't have prospects. Or he was just like defending her. Like 
who would have prospects looking like her, like, and just, like, bigging her up? Because I saw that a lot of them were like, we didn't know what the conversation was between them until after the show. We don't get, we're not privy to, like, knowing this stuff. I'm interested to see tonight's episode and the other ones, because I don't know how much I believe that. Because people like Tammy were saying that. And we know we don't trust Miss Tammy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know Tammy like that, so. I thought you were the one who told me you didn't like her. Oh, yeah, I don't like her, but I don't know her past behaviors. Oh, well, neither do I. I'm just making assumptions based on the comments (laughs) we've made previously. (laughs) This is a podcast. This is not a trial. (laughs) We're not doing evidence right now, (laughs) y'all. Love a little. Oh, my God. Have the time. (laughs) This is all alleged, everybody. Um, Anywho. Yeah, I don't know how much I believe the cast. I'm super interested to see tonight. Um, I hope people confront them. I hope they get sent home, honestly. Like, go the fuck home. Again, like, there are people who definitely talk before and then they, like, do their little love story and it's whatever. But it's more the shadiness of you wasting someone's time. Yeah. Because there are people who do it and they'll be very upfront. Like, hey, I don't know how I feel about you, but, like, we're friends. So, like let's help each other out and see what else is out there. Like, I felt like that was like a James Mari situation. Yeah. Where like, she gave him the rose because she's like, you're my friend. And like, you know, she said something coy, like to say something, but like, they both were like, no, this is a friend rose. Right. And that's okay. And Deandra did that. Deandra or Deandra. I think it's Deandra. Did that for Ivan. But yeah, Deandra, Riley and Marissa are us. Like, as in literally you and me, not like the whole audience, but they're like the two of us when we're commenting on stuff and we're like, that's not okay. They need to go home. Completely. Get out of here. At first I was a little mad at Marissa for dropping Connor for Riley, even though I love Riley and hate Connor. Cause I was just like, oh, it's like that. But I really like them together. So yeah, I think Riley's a good guy. Cause I see in the next or tonight's episode, he's like, go the fuck home or whatever not what yeah the fuck but he just like is frustrated and i like we that joe is that. like i guess him and serena maybe haven't talked about like what happened but joe is like don't come with strategy like we're all just coming or most of us are coming yeah. to like actually find love like quote unquote or they just hire the strategies well enough it's like don't exactly. come with obvious strategy like and also that's all the conversation you have with one another like wow what a deep relationship yeah about like I got ten extra followers or seven. Would she say seven extra? Followers? I'm gonna have so much screen time before just, I'm even on screen. Yeah, I got seven thousand yeah. followers just from like. Them. It kind of reminds me like the yeah. the half of like why I don't like this show, like the whole Bachelor franchise, yeah. is because it's just so obvious that it's just like a little cash cow to like push people in and out of like this whatever economy of influencer. Just like. It's just the most boring people on earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like literally, and it's not to discredit this field. There are people with a point of view and interesting, but like people like this, it's like, they're just going to promote Fashion Nova and Revolve and never have to have a personality. Like, I feel like they're the kind of people you think of that are always surrounded by people, but are literally mm-hmm. alone because they're all on their phones or they like have nothing to talk about. They don't have any views like on life. Like they don't have any other interests. Like they're so boring that that's all they can do is just like be known for appearing places and yeah imposing it's just it's bleak as miss mc would say mimi it's bleak 
like <laughs> a true queen, <laughs> a true outdoor. Okay. Because of Chanteuse. So we will next week, what we can do is like kind of wrap up what happened this week on Bachelor in Paradise. We'll give you like a little recap of that. And then we'll do the same thing where we'll kind of like stop here at the halfway mark of Monday night because Wednesdays are just not for us on recording. Yeah. Sorry guys, but it just isn't. We're too disillusioned with life by Wednesday that we can't keep up. (laughs) Yeah. Monday and Tuesday, I'm much more like, I've got this week. And by Wednesday, I'm like, I surely don't. I've accomplished nothing that I wanted to. Why am I going to record a podcast on top of it? Yeah. Hump day is not the day. Sorry, but. We have to get us when we're strong. I just have a bunch of meetings on Wednesdays. So that's like my. That's my. Me in a car, zip, zip, zipping through Atlanta. (laughs) City girl. (laughs) Um, Did you see the Vanderpump Rules trailer? I did. Looks boring. Oh, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) But they know how to piece shit together. But it does actually look like it's probably going to be so boring because all of the best parts were in the trailer. Yeah. And it's like Kristen's not there. Like, and... Stassi's not there like so the dynamics just a little weird Kristen as annoying as she is I mean Kristen as annoying as she is she brings some type of drama ish excitement Stassi I just don't really mind her so you know yeah I mean I think I'm excited I don't know what I did to you but you give me a Pina Grigio um lot or Stassi can't escape Sheena, by the way. Did you see that picture of, like, all the ones that have babies at the Grove? Which, first of all, basic. Way to go to the mall together. But it was, like, um, who has babies? Lala, Brittany, Stassi, and Sheena. And they were all holding their babies while they were, like, at the Cheesecake Factory or something together. And um, Sheena is so desperate for the clout tea because she was wearing a onesie. Her baby was wearing a onesie that said... I don't know what um, I did to you, but I'll take a bottle. And so it was like a riff on the Pinot Grigio thing. I was like, if I were Sasha, I'd be like, I can't believe I still have to hang out with this bitch 10 years later. Again, it's like <laughs> people I've spoken about, like when you have mutual friends with somebody you don't care for and you're like, oh, it's you again. Yay. Great. <laughs> Stay over there. By the way, <laughs> I just stalked, or not stalked, but I looked at Piper's page to see if she posted an apology or anything. And she's defending herself. She's like, not everything you see on TV, like there are, it's Oh, God. Stuff. Well, the parts that they produced you in still suck. Like, What's her follower count? 84, which is like, mm, you've only gained 13,000 followers since, like, since last night. Since, since last night, which was what, <laughs> last summer? Like, ew. Like, bleak. I don't feel bad. And it's like, you should apologize to Natasha and say, hey, no, I, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to come on the show. Like, yes, like, we wanted to, like, have, like, have some time together. We wanted to just, like, you know, be together on the show. But I apologize for involving or how far it went. Like, that was not my intention. And I do not, like, support what he said and but also she probably doesn't mean it so it's better if she's not saying it if she's not gonna mean it anyway i'd rather that stay trash stay trash also also i have um whenever i'm like i don't know what to rewatch because i've rewatched everything too much 
Um, I watched Bethany Ever After on Peacock. And so I was like watching a little bit this weekend. And my favorite game to play is like, who's the villain of the show? Because it's like, Bethany is a pretty horrible person. And like, you see her truest horrible self on that show. But also Jason's a horrible person. But also his parents are horrible. Right. I'm just like, I mean, Jason is... I don't know who's the worst out of the two of them. I think it might be, I mean, obviously Jason. I think she's not a good person. Not that she's not a good person. I think she's horrible in her behavior sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I think he also is just not a good partner. Like in every scene, she'll be like, this is what I want. And he's like, no, you want this. And then does the opposite. And you're like, well, I see exactly where all the cracks are and it's everywhere. (laughs) everything is slipping through the cracks because you literally listen to nothing that she wants because you think you know that she deserves quote better which is whatever your opinion is messy we've got Sorry. John is messy mia oh well we already know it's the most important thing we got messy mia we've got messy lexi we've got messy piper and brendo and then we have messy uh, he's just i just know so many men that are like him that just gaslight and it's like well, I told you, like, I wasn't into you. And it's like... Oh, my God. She had all the receipts, So we, we've kissed. Like, we we hang out with each other all the time. Like, what do you they mean? They definitely slept together. I don't believe anybody who says they didn't. She I went just, to visit him alone in Boston. Yeah, Please. for sure. And I'm just, This isn't the kissing booth. Actually, in the kissing booth, they have sex. So maybe it is the kissing booth. I know. I haven't seen the recent... Not sponsored. <laughs> And I want to see. I know. I need to watch number three episode. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the newest one. The worst. I guess the worst recommendation I've given people in the past month was when I was really sick. I watched the He's All That reboot, and I told was people it, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> and everybody who and watched it, it after I said that was like, so you're not allowed to make recommendations on Nyquil anymore because it was a terrible film. I'm like, it was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> it was only ninety minutes. Flew by. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just easily pleased. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they did a cute little, um, they did a cute little karaoke to Teenage Dream together, which I liked. The dancing was terrible. I'm a very harsh judge of dance and I did not accept any choreography in that film. But the little boy, that sounds wrong to say, but like the young gentleman had a little charm about him. They had Rachel Lee Cook from the original She's All That movie, and she played, like, the main character's mom, but she wasn't playing, like, her old character, um, which I really liked. And they had, um, who's that other guy? Matthew Lillard, um, who was, like, the annoying reality star guy in the first movie. He played, like, the principal. So they did, like, little throwbacks. They, like, even quoted a couple of the lines from the movie. But they like modernized it. But yeah, we can't get past Miss Addison Ray in a leading film role. Yeah, that part, I never claimed that that was good <laughs> in my reviews of the film. But I just thought that the film wasn't that bad for the children. And everybody said it was. But people also like to all the boys I loved before. And I didn't I think the movie was that good. I love those movies. The second one wasn't like as great as the first one, obviously, but... I Another one that got overhyped to me. And so when I watched it, I was like, I was like, well, this is no inception. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> it's just a simple ruse. <laughs> Fake dating relationship. Kissing Booth threw me because nobody told me what the Kissing Booth was like about, really. 
You yeah. watched the first one, right? And number and two. that was like aggressive. Like the kid needed therapy. The tall boy needed some therapy because like for his brother to think that he hit her. Yeah. In the first, like there was a lot of like untouched subjects in that film. And then the fact that like they just decided they liked each other and just banged it out like in a park or something the first night. Like know, that movie took like, so many wild twists and turns. That yeah, a lot believe. of sex for high schoolers, which I guess, you know, high schoolers do have sex, but I wasn't a high schooler that had sex. So. I was like, we weren't cool. <laughs> Clearly. Quote, Clearly. And, quote, unquote. <laughs> we, weren't the, we weren't the sexy kids in school, so. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. We have faces for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember, like, I was on vacation visiting my family, and um, – my family is just like cultural thing. We all have to like, we book like Airbnbs, but we have more people than are supposed to be for the Airbnb on the regular. And so like I was on an air mattress with one of my nephews and um, his mom was watching the kissing booth. And I like looked over and whispered at him and I was like, Twilight's more realistic than this movie. And we were like giggling. And then <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> me trying to me trying to appeal to the the youths (laughs) I was I said that and my cousin said something and I was like guess I wasn't whispering (laughs) we just lost it and I was like god like never hire me for um a secret mission because (laughs) I cannot keep it cool my whisper is a scream to others (laughs) I learned very quickly well, you know, I'm from Billy, so we all meek male voices. Um, so I can't, oh, I I can't scurry. I mean, I can't whisper either. It's... Puerto Rico and Philadelphia, not I known for their quiet folks. But we are like, ASM. what's funny is like, we're quiet people. Yeah. Unless we're comfortable. Like, we're both introverted people. We're both like very social introverted people. And that's why we're excellent podcasters. Five star review. Don't forget. Five star review. I was just trying to do that thing you were doing. I feel like you were talking soft. What? ASL. Oh, wait, no, that's no, no, no. Or ASL isn't that age, sex, location? No, I thought that that was. um, It's also American Sign Language. language. Yeah. Yeah, but when people ask you ASL, it's. That was like in the the 90s chat rooms. Oh, ASMR. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, ASMR. Every time like I say rip a sheet of paper and subscribe, I feel like Oprah because she has that on her Super Soul Sundays podcast. She's like, join me next week. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. If only we had Oprah's voice. I know. I love Oprah. I just downloaded Bread, rate, review, subscribe. Um, Who's having a, that conversation? On a deep, <laughs> on a deep note. Oh, I can't wait to eat on a, another note. What, did you what are you eating? eating for? I got sushi. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Well, um, I got nothing of substance, um, but I will be making broccoli. I think John is picking up KFC. Oh, love. Yeah, and I'm going to make some broccoli so I don't feel so... Um, <laughs> Even it out. That's what I ate on and our get on the Peloton. I was eating chicken and broccoli that I made myself. Expeditiously tomorrow morning. It was like one of those days where I said, health is wealth. And then the next day I said, money is wealth. Take out it is. <laughs> Sushi isn't unhealthy though. It's like rice and oh, veggie and. Oh, I mean, yeah. But well, I usually I, wear Obviously a lot of carb, but not fried or anything. So I'm the one on the fried train right now, which. Whatever. 
I mean, I didn't have any cookout food this weekend, people. So I think, oh I my God, I saw so many posts about it. And I was like, why don't I have friends? Because <laughs> I saw good cookout food this weekend. None of my friends cooked out. I mean, neither did I. But yeah, no one cooked I, out. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, believe it or not. And so I feel like people were trying to be like a little, like I mostly like if I saw it, it was like people were at their own houses, you know. Outsiders to, are not welcome. I went somewhere, but it was like a Caribbean thing. And like we were in a tent, like in our own little section. Mm-hmm. So I like walked to get some food, but the food wasn't great. So, you know. Yikes. It was okay. I won't mention the restaurant because I might, you know, I think I'm trying to build enemies here. Yeah, no, no enemies. And I did like their red snapper, like their whole red snapper when I went there before. Oh, I love. I love a whole fish. Oh, and it's such a red snapper. Yeah, delish. That's like Caribbean shit. Loves it. Yeah, if I'm so hungry, I can literally just like scoop it like. Oh, yeah. I mean, fish, you can eat a lot and not be full. Yeah, I love seafood. Any seafood restaurants want to sponsor us? Red Lobster, we're here. <laughs> Red Lobster, I mean, I mean, it could be Long John Silver's at this point. Okay, no, we, we have standards. No. We have standards. Yeah. I haven't had Long John Silver's or Captain D's in so long since probably if I've, left If I've even seven, five, ever seven. had Long John Silver's, I had to be like eight. 12. Yeah, I was going to say 8 to 12. Well, because I, I don't think I ever saw Long John Silver's time into the 757. Yeah. Like, I don't think they had them in Florida. I try not to eat intentionally farm-raised seafood. So I know all that Lon John Silver is going to provide me with is batter and... I mean, who even knows if it was on a farm or if it was in a lab? Fish. Yeah. The worst... Oh, that's ugh. Like, that's why I would never want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Red Lobster, at least, it looks a little better. Yeah. They, some of their things, they Alaskan, like, or, like, wild-caught. So I don't mind... That's it's a new moon. Let's manifest some sponsorships. Yeah. I want Outback. Ooh, I love a blooming onion. <laughs> love a blooming onion. Love a steak. Love a sweet potato. As if the Outback's the only place that serves those things. But here we are. Mm. Love an Outback Caesar salad. Let's see. What do I love to eat? I love Chick-fil-A. I know that's a debate in the community, but I just love, love a Chipotle. Mm. It's solid. I'm like, I love or kava. Have you had kava? Oh, I love kava. We just got um two locations here in Atlanta finally. And when I went to Whole Foods earlier, they had the crazy feta on like they do at the Whole oh. Foods in oh, Virginia. Yeah. They have it like available for you to to just buy. But I was okay. like, I only came for three three things. I'm not picking this up. I can't step foot in a Whole Foods. It's too expensive. I did that once when I moved and I was like that was $500 I used to have. Yeah, I um, stopped shopping so much at Whole Foods after I converted back to animalism from veganism. Amen. I'm so happy um, for you. Yeah, that was a rough, rough year and a half. But so I, when I went to Whole Foods, I stayed disciplined. I've been really good in stores recently. I'm like staying disciplined. Like I went for like three, like I think I ended up getting five items, but pineapple, tomato, orange juice, like. I stayed good on in in the line of things that I needed to go there for. So I was very proud of myself because you can go, you know, you you just smell oh, yeah. the Whole Foods, you smell the buffet, and you're like, Ugh. ooh, I can afford all of this. And then you end up Buffets spending $30 at the life. buffet on, like, psh, small sides, and you're like, how did this happen? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the thing that has saved my life is online, like being able to buy my groceries online and go pick Mm -hmm. them up because I'm a hungry shopper. I'm always a hungry shopper because I'm always like, well, if I'm going to be out, I'll go get something for lunch. So then I'm not eating because I want to have room for my lunch. And so then I'm hungry when I'm walking up and down the aisles. But now I will go onto the grocery store's website and then just pick all the stuff ahead of time. And I'm like, look at me. I know how to not spend money. And Mm -hmm. then that way they just throw it in my trunk. I don't step foot in this grocery store. I don't get temptation. I don't say like, and this, and this, and this, and this. Yeah, the temptation. Um, Same with Target. I'll just put it for pickup because I'm like, let's not hit that impulse section. Just throw throw it in my trunk. I can't step foot in there. I've been so good at Target too. I think I'm just like becoming, I don't know, I'm maybe discipline. <laughs> I was about to say, are we maturing? Is that, <laughs> Is that growth? Humanly possible? I thought I had already just like stayed a loser forever. Not a loser. <laughs> Not a forever. loser, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I need to get a better vocabulary this week. I'm really struggling, everybody. Um, you know, I think it's you're doing fr- you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> today was my first day back in my office on site and like in two weeks and I was just like oh here I am again with all of you <laughs> <laughs> like everybody was like we missed you and I was like yeah I'm here I said it though you know I gotta keep the fans happy <laughs> <laughs> I was like missed you too Fingers behind the back, psych. Nineties <laughs> <laughs> kid forever, psych. <laughs> oh man, you just got played. <laughs> I wish I could mention. Well, maybe I can. I don't know if I can. Um, I don't know if I should. Uh, I mean, I, I, I doubt yeah. he'd ever listen to this, but just in case, I won't mention it. But something really funny happened to me on Friday. I ran into somebody that I wish I would never have run into ever again in life. And oh, that sucks. And it was awkward. Yeah. I I sometimes encounter people where I'm just like, you know, like we're friends. We have a lot of the same friends. We know a lot of the same people. Like, and everyone that we like, like have a will to live and like are vibrant people and are just hella fun. And so then sometimes I meet people that I would never have crossed paths with for any other reason. And I'm just like, y'all really have no point of view. You have nothing to say. Like I was in a group of people recently at dinner and I was like invited as like an extra person. And I was just like, there's no talking for like at least six minutes. And I know that doesn't sound like a long time, but sit at a table with hella people and just nobody be talking or have anything to say. And it was people who'd known each other for years, like over a decade that's so awkward i was like why are you hanging out if you've run out of things to say to each other Mm. tragic bleak sad (laughs) can't relate (laughs) um very lisa renna what am i doing here i'm too fabulous for this that's what i think every time i go to work but that's just because i don't want to be employed i want money without the work like, someone I saw someone tweet, like, I'm still paying rent. I'm clearly ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not ugly, baby. You're lazy because you're like me. Too lazy to, like, find someone to bankroll this. 
this lifestyle. If, on, if only I had that. Channel your inner Kamarly Simmons. That's all. Channel your inner Kamarly Simmons. I got to get with Rev Run. No. She's had rich husbands since Rev Run. Oh. And that's why like, she wasn't with Rev Run. She was with um the other one. Oh, fuck. The brother. Not me. Oh, they're at least they're related. I was like, yeah. don't let me be ignorant yeah, on yeah, this yeah, podcast. No. She was with the brother. But what's his name? I don't know why I can't think of it right now. That's so bad. That's okay. Um, but, I mean, I got I picked the wrong brother, so clearly. Yeah, but no, all of her husbands have been rich. She's lived her yacht lives, and she has like four different baby daddies, but was married to all of them, I think, but one like yeah. You know, she's just kind of an icon. Oh yeah, of, she was with that hot actor man. Yeah, that black guy. I forgot was his name. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is so so hot. Um, very silver fox. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. She's good. All right, I'll work on her. Give me Kimora life. Another manifestation. That Kimora life. Russell Simmons, that's who she was with. I'm like, who, what was his name? Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons isn't Rev Run? No, Rev Run is the one that was in the band. Russell Simmons was the, the person behind the music. So he was like... Which one dated Katie from Potomac? President of Death Jam or something. Which one dated Katie? Who? Oh, Katie. Russell Simmons did. Remember Katie from Potomac? Oh, yeah, 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 Russell Simmons. He dated Russell Simmons, yeah. too. He has a type, skinny bitches. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, everybody manifest your best life. Manifest yeah. your rent money on time. <laughs> and learn from Piper and Brendan. And don't be so focused on the followers and the clout tea that you miss the cash. Well... Wiser words couldn't be said. Tell your friends or about the meaning us. of life we're too. Good time. <laughs> the meaning of life too. But yeah, we're still be so focused on the followers and the cloud tea that you miss out on life. And don't, yeah, don't be so being focused on the bane of everyone's bachelor existence and probably never going to be on the show ever again. Don't be so bland and shallow when you could be vibrant and alive. And we are against gaslighting. Yeah. Podcasters against gaslighting. <laughs> Tell your friends Target about us. <laughs> subscribe. Tell us what you want. Like, review, subscribe. We only take five star reviews. Yeah, only only review if you love us. Yeah. If you don't, just mute it. Just keep listening until you do. As I say, get better taste. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is as good as it's gonna get, folks. I hear some pretty trash shows. So. <laughs> We're doing a lot better out there, y'all. And now we said it. And now we've said it. Kisses. Bye.